Sons of the Hunt, season two. We'll call it episode one. I like it. And we're back. We are, man. Happy New Year to everybody. Hope your uh, 2019 is treating you well. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, winter's finally here. It's cold now, right? No doubt. No doubt. The rain finally gave up. It's yeah. grasp, and uh, we're starting to get the, the snow and the temperatures. Yep. So, uh, was it yeah. cold tonight? Oh, it was very cold. It was very cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all right, though, man. I, it lets you know you're alive. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Aldo's alive. You smell that? Oh, boy. Wow. Not yet. It'll hit me in a moment. I think that that's a, the cookie you gave me. <laughs> Who's yeah, laughing gonna, now? That's on me, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I brought him a little Christmas gift. <laughs> And, and it's the season for giving. He's giving you one right back. Indeed, yeah. He's returning the favor. Returning the favor. But yeah, here we are, episode two, man. Uh, I'm si- or, sorry, season two. Uh, I'm pretty impressed with how uh, 2018 went for uh, for this little venture of ours. Yeah, I mean, um, the one thing you told me to do is look back at that that video that I posted, like right around Christmas of 2017. Yeah. And rewatch it, which I kind of forgot about. Mm-hmm. And I went back, and we did pretty much live up to exactly it's what funny. I said in yeah, that that's video. That's why I told you to do it. You know, so go back and take a look. Cause it wasn't far off, man. I mean, even with like the scheduling of it and everything, we're pretty, uh, yeah. pretty on point. Yeah, for the most part, men of our word. It's yeah, good, we'll go with that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but uh, man, they're just. The one thing that we, we figured we'd do is, you know, kind of reflect and, you know, I think right after the holidays like that, that's one of those things you're supposed to, you know, be very thoughtful and mindful and sure do a little bit of reflection, mm-hmm. a little eat, bit of eat your face off, a little bit of dieting. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we've been talking a lot about that. Yeah, you know? for sure. We have all kinds of topics we've been talking about. One of them was um, actually our diets mm-hmm. and then we... That actually led to a conversation about um, kind of tapping into the original diet, like the the original diet of man. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. If you could model yours around that, the like a very primitive diet, how would it look, and what you know, it would. A lot of it would model that of like a hunter, because the only time they would eat is when they would. Kill something, yeah. And they'd kill something. You know, they, so. they'd, they'd be, whenever they were successful, that's when they kind of feasted. And then it was kind of a bit of a famine until they uh, had their next success. You know? Yeah, because I, I, I told you I've been kind of getting into the, the intermittent fasting thing. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, for, you know, the primitive man, I guess it was involuntary intermittent fasting. Unless you were, bit. you know, a good hunter. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, man. If that were the case for me, I'd be dead. I'd be dead. <laughs> You'd be, or you're either, you know, a marginal hunter or like, you know, a a top of the line gatherer. I'm telling you, yeah. I I keep seeing that, that, that meme floating around. It's like, you know, a vegetarian is the old Indian word for bad hunter. You know what I mean? So, you know, I do love Brussels sprouts. I do like Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts are awesome. They they were in the, the last, uh. Little cooking video, indeed. I did yep, yep, bacon yep. wrapped Brussels sprouts. You can't go wrong. No, it's, that's that's uh, a dog turd and bacon idea. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, but, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's uh, speaking of eating, you just ate way too much over the holidays, and it's just that's I'm, it. I'm trying to, you know, get back on track here. It, it's tough. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and it is. You, you kind of just throw your hands up right around this time of year because you got Thanksgiving, then you got Christmas, and you got New Year's. I never you thought it would be like, but I mean, like, it was like two days before Christmas until the day after New Year. I feel like 
day after New Year, I woke up and I was like, well, what happened? Yeah. What happened? Yeah, I'm yeah. full. And all bets are off. I'm fat. All bets are off. You know, and, you know I, I love to cook, as do you. Yeah. So, you know, the holidays are kind of like a highlight of the year for us, you know, yeah. this time of year. So, you know, I always cook Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, my yeah, wife and I that. got married on New Year's. So uh, I always try to cook her something oh, nice. Oh, that dinner you posted looked ridiculous. Yeah, that the, came out all right, man. The langostino right. risotto and yeah. What My is, wife's favorite thing in the world is risotto. Yeah. So I've I've perfected the craft, and I'm not ashamed to say I perfected it because I do a damn good risotto. Yeah. So I you know you I wrong any kind of special request, it's like, what do you want for dinner? I want risotto. Like, All right, so we're making risotto. But it's like a, it's like adult macaroni and cheese. Indeed. You know, Indeed. for fancy it's, people. Yeah. It's 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 all fancy pants, you know. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, you know it's a good time of year to splurge a little bit uh, when it comes to the uh, the calories, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, January comes around and rears its ugly head. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you really start feeling bad about yourself. Sure, man. You know, it's like, you know, we were talking about the weather earlier and how cold it is. I mean, my face is bright red, wind burned. Like, I, I was out in a stand for a while today. Here in Pennsylvania, the uh, archery season reopens the day after Christmas. Right. And we get, you know, a good three to four weeks of uh, extracurricular activities for the muzzleloader guys and the archery guys. Right. So uh, I've I've had a bit of a challenge getting out and, you know, put, hanging a tag on something. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to get out it's today and tomorrow, the last days of the Pennsylvania archery season. So we're going to get out for a little while today. And, uh, yeah, it was a good day. I mean, I saw some deer. It was I was just super happy to be in a tree uh, just to get out and kind of clear my head a little bit, reset. Um, but yeah, the the weather definitely kind of caught me off guard a, a wee bit. I mean, I was pretty prepared clothing wise and all that, but you know, you always seem to forget something. Right. And today was my day to forget uh, one my tree harness, my safety harness. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know, forget to put some heat warmers in my pockets for my hands. But uh, yeah, it was cold. Got down to I think it was like twelve or thirteen degrees, and it was like the whole feels like temperature yeah. was like six or eight yeah. degrees. Miserable. Yeah, pretty cold. I don't, I don't know how it seems like you find yourself out in that weather way more <laughs> than I do. for punishment, man. Yeah. I, I, just before, I ran out to close up the chickens, and yeah. I didn't put a jacket on or anything. By the time I came in, my hands were numb. Yeah, it's it's tough. That's, the, that's my biggest issue. I mean, I had warmers in my boots and stuff like that. I just usually open up a set of hand warmers, throw them in my pockets, and just keep my hands in there. But it was got to that, you know, that magical hour where you want to have your bow in your hand. Mm-hmm. And that was my deal, man. I had my, my bow in my hands. And, you know, when you're single-digit temperatures, it doesn't take long for your hands to get cold. Um, and that was kind of the case. But, you know, w- once the, the hunt was over and I was on my way out, I found myself walking uphill, you know, all the way back to the car. Mm-hmm. And that's where you start to recognize that that uh, <laughs> time of splurging starts to catch up with you just a wee bit, you know what I mean? And you're walking a little slower, you're breathing a little heavier. Um, so, yeah, man, it's definitely time to, uh, you know, repent. Yeah. <laughs> So to speak. So. Real, realign yourself. Yeah, just a little bit, a little bit, get back on track. So uh, that's going to be my goal for the next. And I, and I usually don't have too much difficulty dropping weight. I can gain it real easy. Yeah, I mean, right before Christmas, um, I kind of got into the whole keto thing. I know I posted some stuff about it. Mm-hmm. Like, not yeah. anything overwhelming, but I was pushing 200 pounds for the first time in my life. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Push, pump the brakes, and I got back 
down to like 184. Yeah, see, I'm pushing 200 from the other side. <laughs> and, Trying to get uh, back down to 200 pounds. Yeah, and right after the holidays, I was back up to like 196. Yeah. It's it's just so weird. Like 10, 10 pounds is just like nothing. 10, 12 pounds. Yeah. You pack it on in a couple of days. So you got to come on over to this side of the 200 mark, man. We've got cookies uh, over here. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying so hard. No, yeah. it's, it's and this, you know, this is this is the issue. I know, right? You know, having a few beers here and there. Hey, there's worse things you could be doing with your time, man. So, uh, the, so are you uh, are you going sober January then? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way, man. That's the way to to get rid of it. Yeah, well, there's that's a big push, you know. Like, uh, you know, a, a lot of people who are into podcasts, you know, Joe Rogan has a podcast that's pretty popular. Um, they do the Sober October. Yeah. And uh, there's been a lot of interest in limiting your alcohol intake during the month of January to kind of get yourself back on yeah. track. And, um, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna say no to that. So there you go. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I thought that. Sober January. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I got back on track with, uh, with keto, uh, you know, as far as I – take it and uh the intermittent fasting but yeah. as for my cheat days i'm drinking all those carbs man you know i i love the idea of the intermittent fasting i mean yeah. it makes a lot of sense i mean and i've actually looked into it because it just seems like a really good way to go ahead and kind of uh customize your diet a little bit my problem is my schedule i flip flop 24 hours twice yeah. a week yeah that you throw that wrench in there. That's crazy. I that's mean, where I have a huge challenge with the intermittent fasting because I work 12-hour shifts overnights half the week. So half the week I'm sleeping at night, half mm-hmm. the week I'm working at night. And yeah. I flip-flop constantly. So that I was trying to figure out a way to where I can actually try to uh, you know, give it a run and see if it, see if it works for me. Um, but, yeah, I haven't figured it out yet. So, yeah. I mean, I, my, my biggest issue, honestly, is portion control. I always go for seconds <laughs> yeah that's, that's what happens when you got a wife who knows how to cook and knows how to bake you know right what I mean? and I, yeah. I, I don't do too shabby in my you know in, in cooking either but you know where where that's a that's so interesting is that my uh my dad has always been a really fit guy yeah and it kind of came naturally because he just ate what he like he he'd pack like two three sandwiches like yeah. on white bread and like salami whatever <laughs> he'd eat whatever yeah yeah but the thing is he would always be the last one eating Mm -hmm. at the table like he just ate slow and i think and he always said that you need to give your stomach a chance to catch up to your brain no and he's not wrong (laughs) i mean he's by no means any kind of scientist right but but, i mean it does kind of make sense because i i know there is a delay there yeah you know you could like something immediately tastes good and you could pound a bunch of what pizza like how many oh, slices of pizza, pizza could you just keep going before your stomach tells your brain like yeah yeah stop a good pizza that's my jam right there man that's that's a tough one to to, to like i'm just gonna have two slices and that's it no <laughs> For, 40 50 bites time. <laughs> everyone knows the rules <laughs> yep yep everybody knows the rules but that's the i'll tell you what that is the worst thing to pop up on Facebook when you're oh, trying to like, cut your it. carbs out i know man. every slice he eats looks so 
good. Well, that's because he's doing it in New York. I yeah. mean, you, you're you're actually hard pressed to find a bad pizza place in New York. Yeah. I mean, it's the same way around here. I mean, we have some pretty. We're pretty fortunate. We got some pretty good pizza in our neighborhood up up here in Northeast PA. Oh, yeah. Man, there's a couple of bad ones, but there's he, some really. He, needs, he really needs to get his game together and come to the pizza capital of the world. Heard. Yeah. You know, it's. Do they? Do some people say that it's New York City? Because there's no way. How could it no, be? No, you know, it, there's people who are all over the country, and many of you may or may not know uh, that Old Forge, Pennsylvania, is indeed it is. the pizza capital of the world. For such a small town, hey, if you're going to have a claim to fame, it might as well be that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, yeah, pizza's, pizza's pretty detrimental to me, for yeah. sure. Uh, a good thin crust, man, I'm all over that. Man, uh, any of it. Like, I just yeah. love it all. I, I don't even care if it's Elio's pizza. I don't know. Cardboard and Ravello's that comes in the box in the freezer section. Ah, I can't do it. I don't. I'll eat it. There's a couple of frozen features. How do we get on this top? How I don't do know. We we're way it? off. We're way off. <laughs> it's just the 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 whole diet thing, man. Like we're uh, right now. I'm consumed. See, I'm, we're already failing. I'm I mean, just, we're talking about trying to get in better diet, better shape, and, and, and we're just talking about here dreaming about two a piece, two a slice, two slices at a time. But well, yeah, but that's just the welcome to the world of Mark and Jay. Yeah, I mean, either way, what we're <laughs> the the whole reason we got on this is because you know we we've been reflecting, just yeah. like reflecting on our past couple of weeks here in our diets and and how that's you know caused us you know <laughs> a little bit, a, lo- a lot little, of stress on our hearts and, and waistlines and whatnot. Bit. But the <laughs> the original conversation was that we were reflecting. On the past year, mm-hmm. which was it's it's crazy. I was thinking about it today that we did this for an entire year straight. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. seems like it was yesterday. I know. When it started. I know. Yeah, you know, when you're, you were talking about going back and looking at that video and stuff, and uh, you know, I did a, uh, I was keeping track of like the video plays and stuff like that. You know, and call it narcissistic, call it what you want. We're just trying to keep track to see what kind of you have to pay you know, response we were we were getting from that. And we're pretty close, if not over the 100,000 mark plays on videos. Oh, on our have, podcast yeah, videos. Yeah. 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 Which I got to say, man, is, is, is exciting. In one year? Yeah. In one year. I got to say that's pretty exciting. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, and I got to say, we kind of last episode 18, you know, the last we had last last year, we really kind of did a couple of shout outs and, and, and thanked our wives for being patient with us and, and being really cool with what we're yeah. doing here. Because it's, you know, it for us to sit down and put together an hour and 20 minutes of content can sometimes take us three or four hours to figure this out and get it straight. And that's just that's just that, not to mention the editing that Mark does, you know, yeah. on the backside of it. So, you know, it's. <laughs> We kind of, uh, you know, are pretty fortunate to have the the leash that we do, so to speak. You know yeah, hundred percent. I mean, um, what time do you think you got here today? Yeah, I don't know. Seven o'clock. But, uh, either way, all right. It's we're going on ten. Yeah, and yeah. we're just starting to record. I mean, we we had a lot to catch up on and you know talk about and plan out because now you know we. Just looking back on this year and seeing how well it went, mm-hmm. we want to do more, and, and we have a lot of plans. But looking back, it was something that we were trying to gauge if we really got the – do I want to say the point? Yeah, sure. I, I, don't, I don't know if we have an exact point that we're trying to get across. No, but, but we had a, a certain goal. A general message, yeah, a certain a goal. Yeah, a bit of an agenda, and I think we accomplished that. 
by getting the point across of how we feel about certain topics, certain subjects. And I think we remained consistent throughout, uh, you know, because we did. We got off on some tangents. And yeah, I mean, I could definitely. That was kind of our forte. I could kill three coyotes. <laughs> I could kill three coyotes. Yep, yep, with your bare hands. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. I mean, maybe a couple, like, mini, like, vodka balls if I smash them up and put them in between then, my fingers. Like, yeah. Then I could get them. Go, get after it, man. You know, it's uh, it's it's one of those things where we, we it was a, a lot of cool side conversations that we had that were somewhat comical. I mean, we don't. We're not comedians by any chance, but any means rather. But we, we come across a couple of yeah, good ones yeah. where, you know, we stray off the whole uh, hunting thing and get into some other topics and lifestyle topics. And, and I think that's kind of where we really uh, push through is making sure that we demonstrated that the hunting lifestyle, the archery, bow hunting, whatever it is, you know, the outdoor lifestyle in general was um is something that you don't have to really be from one neck of the woods so to speak right to participate in yeah yeah and 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 kind of like you like you just said we we've touched a lot on like lifestyle mm-hmm. and like you just mentioned you know our wives being you know understanding of what we're doing and yeah. on the other side of that balancing careers yeah full-on careers sure i mean it and being able to do this and the one thing that i i think was almost a recurring theme it seemed like we would finish a a story or or something like that and then you would have kind of this message that could translate outside of the woods into real life yeah you know it just like character building and and different things along those lines and it it I think that that was kind of what we wanted to get across. And I think that we did a pretty good job of that. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. And, you know, we got a lot of uh, feedback from, from certain people who reached out to us uh, who started to follow the podcast. Some of the people we, we knew, um, but there's a lot of people we kind of come to know through the podcast. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I think uh, and, and that's probably the, the coolest thing because, uh, I mean, for me, 2018 was – challenging at a personal level you know i lost a few people uh in in my world but the the more importantly gained a few people in my in my life and, and i think and a lot of those people large majority of those people came through the outdoor world the outdoor lifestyle and also the podcast i mean i i met a lot of cool people that i still have conversations with that i had no idea existed until we started doing this yeah just the people that that have rallied around this yeah yeah you know? and it's like there's a lot of like-minded individuals out there. I mean, because when we started doing this, we weren't sure how it was going to take. You know, and we didn't know. Right. But it was like, let's just jump in with both feet and and see if there's, you know, a community of people out there that kind of feel the way we do about a lot of topics, whether it be television shows or social media or uh, how we conduct ourselves, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And it turns out that, you know, there's almost this this consistent movement in yeah. the outdoor community that's kind of rearing its head and becoming a lot more consistent and, and it aligns exactly to what we kind of set out to to demonstrate you know yeah definitely and and before we turn the mics on the, the one thing that you you said is that you know we're we're a niche you know yeah and a little it's, bit. we're just not the what I don't even want to say stereotypical of what everyone has always thought of any kind of outdoor media. Right. 
and you know you don't want to you don't want to label it. I don't want to label anything. You know. Right, because we do stray into that kind of uh, segment a little bit, and rightfully so. I mean, that's what we do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, but we're not going to jam a bunch of tips and tactics down your face, down your throat. Um, I'd rather jam a couple recipes down your throat, to be yeah. honest with you. You know what I yep. mean? It, it's just, let's just get talk about what we feel and then yeah. see who else kind of jumps on board with that. Yeah. And uh, it's really, it's really got gained a pretty positive response. And you know, the, now the the more we talk about, it, the more that I, I sit here and think about it. And I, I think that one of our biggest uh, messages that we convey is just our open mindedness, just being open minded sure. to different things. You know, yeah, try things, try different things. Absolutely, it, don't it, be afraid to be wrong. It, that you know? like they 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 it seems like very general messages, mm-hmm. but again, it transcends. You know. Not just try hunting, try other things. Try anything, mm-hmm. you know. Try it. There's there's no harm in trying something, and like you said, even being right or wrong. Yeah. You know, if you're wrong, you're wrong. And that's if it. You're you wrong. Know, move on. Being able to be open minded about something. I mean, I, there's a lot of people who are so staunch against in in regard to an opinion or a thought or an idea that they'd rather argue than listen to the other side. And I think that's something that we've really kind of uh, thrown our arms up in the face of, you know, uh, in in 2018 in our first season with this, and and I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. Pretty proud of uh, of the, the the message we sent in regard to how we can transcend a lot of the lessons we learn in the outdoors into our re- everyday life. Um, you know, it's just uh, it's just a, a really great experience. And and again, thank you very much for including me in it. Because uh, oh. when you put out that video and started talking about a podcast, I was like, oh, I can't wait to see this. Because <laughs> I, I wasn't even involved in it at that point. You know what I mean? It was just like, all right, this is going to be pretty cool. Let's see where this goes. Yeah, that's fun. And uh, thank you for doing it. I mean, it's – and it it kind of s- laid the foundation for, yeah. for something bigger. Yeah. You know? People have listened to the two of us babble at each other for an entire year. Indeed. And, Indeed. you know, I think for the most part – it was, I would, I would label it as a success. Sure, you know? sure, sure. You know, and, and the, the cool thing is, you know, it's, that was very, like you said, it was successful in, in that right. Um, we're, we're looking to garner a whole new uh, direction, I think, for this year. And that's yes. pretty exciting. And we've got a couple of uh, tricks up our sleeve. We're going to change it up a little bit. And, and again, you know, we, we like to kind of count ourselves in the, the, the off community, I guess. And I mean, that's not the right way to say it, but we, we're just di- a little bit different than your run-of-the-mill podcast. We don't want to get too hung up in the, uh, you know, the same, same. But there's a lot of stuff that, that we, I think we're going to have coming down the pipeline that's similar but different. Yeah. We're going to put our own yeah. spin on it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I know you hear the, the the clicking happening here, but just to explain where we've come from January 01, 2018 until, you know, what what is today? The 11th. January 11th. We started off with our Facebook following below 4,000. We're almost at eight and a half now. That's fantastic. That's that's double. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I could still do math right now. That's impressive. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, just looking back on this, that – First year, it seems so fast. 
Sure. And I think when, you know, <laughs> the old saying, you know, time flies when you're having fun. I think that that's... Uh, Oh, yeah, absolutely. That rang true. A- absolutely, it, man. And it this, was. It was a blast. I mean, we got to go over, we got to explore each other's opinions on certain things. Yeah. Um, we got to share in our successes. We got to share in our failures. Yep. And we got to share that with all of you guys. And then we shared and a lot of beer. We did. We did. We, yeah, we did, definitely shared a lot of beer. Um, but We're hey, man, that's that. that's our thing. That's our thing, man. <laughs> that's our thing. And we, I'll tell you what, that's one thing. If If I could take anything... Uh, for the most part, is I learned a tremendous amount about craft beer this year. Because when you first started saying, hey, we're going to do some beer reviews, I'm like, I like beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Beer is good. There's... But uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't really uh, understand the difference between, uh, you know, this hop from the next hop from the fruitiness. Right. And I didn't even know what an IBU was for, you know, for, for I had to look it up. Uh, but that's one thing now that, you know, People will come to me and say, hey, what do you think about this? Yeah. And I'm like, well, you want to, that, that IBU is a little high, so you might want to yeah. go easy on that. You know, but you want to check or... out the ABV because if the yeah. ABV is high, you really want to drink one or two of those. Yeah. It's just one of those things where I've kind of – a lot of people in my immediate you know, circle have kind of started asking me questions about beer. And I'm like, wow, yeah. okay, I'm that guy now. You know? yeah. So that's been a lot of fun is exploring that and learning because um, craft beer is a really uh, unique market. Yeah, and it's it's pretty cool to kind of get involved, and you start to learn the nuances of it, and you start to fall into these little categories with other people, what they like, and you know what they don't <laughs> like, and you just start to learn what you like and what you don't like, and you, you've got me thinking. Maybe maybe we shouldn't be a lifestyle, excuse me, podcast. Maybe we should be a, a niche podcast. You see that? Because <laughs> you know we've got our 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 outdoor lifestyle niche, and then we've got our craft beer craft niche. Craft beer niche, yeah. Well, hopefully that this hopefully by the end of 2019, this isn't much of a niche anymore. Yeah, I I mean, it's it's definitely growing, and you know, there's there's good response to it, and on, I mean, honestly, we have people reach out to us just like you said in in your small circle on just the craft beer segment, mm-hmm. of it. and you know, if that ends up trickling into one of our food segments, mm-hmm. That's and then coming. that starts connecting <laughs> to, well, how do I get that, yeah. and then that one thing leads to another. We've got an outdoorsman. See that? Or a woman. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and that's it. You know, we kind of touched on a little bit. You don't really have to be from a certain neighborhood or a certain demographic or a, a certain religion or a certain political, you know, affiliation to, to get out there and, and do what you do. Because, you know, it, to be real, I mean, there's a lot of preconceived notions from people who want to kind of get into the outdoors a little bit and become a hunter or become a fisherman or whatever. And, you know. It's it, it, perception is reality. Yeah. You know, a friend of mine told me that years ago, and it stuck. And he's right. You know, perception is reality. What pe- people perceive to be is what they really truly believe. So to step out of that and change that perception a little bit, I think is a responsibility of everybody who you know calls this lifestyle home. Yeah. And uh, some people would choose to do that, and some people would choose to do the same old, same old, and beat the same dead horse forever right um and you know maybe that's good for them and maybe that's great for the their local environment and they're going to get some people involved by doing that but i think by uh changing the tune a little bit you're more likely to draw some more people into your circle and uh expose them to you know what our lifestyle has to offer yeah you know and that's uh, it has a lot to offer yeah that's a lot that was well said 
<laughs> that was really well. So that, uh, that kind of wrapped up the entire year almost right there. All right, we'll go with it. Well, that was good. But let me... Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Tangerine Space Machine. Yeah, Tangerine Space Machine, <laughs> New Holland Brewing Company. That's what we're uh, drinking in the first half of the podcast here. But let me let me ask you a question. Yeah. If you could think back in the first year mm-hmm. of what we've done, yeah, can you pick out your favorite conversation that we had? No. Or topic. <laughs> no, no, I, I um, you know, there's a couple of good ones. You know, there's a couple of good ones. Um, uh, I think the one where I don't remember what episode it was, but it was where you talked about, you know, you had a, you just had a bad day and you went out and you walked around in the yard and you kind of used the natural setting as a reset. I think that spoke volumes. I know, I know you've said that you didn't feel like you explained it properly, but I think it was perfect. You know what I mean? I think because it, it, it transcends a little bit outside of what we've been preaching, like the outdoor lifestyle thing. Right. And it transcends into everyday life. And people who don't necessarily want to go out and shoot a deer or catch a fish or kill a turkey, you just have a bad day. You get out and you walk. You know, we have uh, Lake Scranton is a, a popular destination for walkers in our area or the uh, the trail or... Or water treatment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Water treatment, yeah, it's yeah. a great water treatment facility, by the way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just you get out and you reset. You kind of take yourself away from the technology. You take yourself away from the the emails, the television, the internet, the 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 smartphones. You know what I mean? And it gives your brain an opportunity to, re- to reset. I mean, I think I've seen a lot of posts about people who go out in the outdoors. They call it like the three day reset. Yeah. If you spend three days out away from technology, you spend three days out in nature. It will do very, very interesting things to your brain, to your body, to you know, just the yeah. you know, it's it's a it's a real thing. And if you can do that and get out and reset a little bit, so that that one was kind of uh, pretty deep. I like that one. Um, I mean, we a lot of the topics we touched on would regard to social media and how we conduct ourselves yeah. i think that was pretty powerful yeah um, that, i think that those are important and, and i i know i we, i've i got some feedback from from actually a few different people saying like all right you know are you guys going to do another social media yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know it's it's an important message to drive home and i, I think that you know we, we we had our core group of listeners and maybe they were tired of listening mm-hmm. to it but it's something that needs to get outside of that group because it man. still runs rampant. It does. It does. You know, and and, and I don't think that's ever going to go away, but uh, I definitely think that there's been a bit of a change in direction. You know what I mean? A little bit of a, a, a more movement in the hunting community and a lot of the outliers, the people who are becoming more uh, common with this alignment of this thinking, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, you don't want to just hear the same old guys hooting and hollering, wearing the face paint and jumping up and down and plugging companies and sponsors. And, you know, it's all about the kill. And if, it's, if you didn't kill anything on the show, it's not a show. And, you know, the, the social media with, you know, just the, some of the pictures that are put out there and some of the content that's, you know, just, thrown in the face of people who just don't care to see it you know yeah. what i mean so i think by beating that a little bit into the beating it to death almost um i i don't i'm not sorry for that yeah. at all and and that's that's kind of like you said that's that's the movement right now yeah and you know Renella's, you know 
clearing that path. And yeah, yeah, he's really he really is, man. And I'll be damned if we're not going to follow it. I don't, I don't, I don't really care. Well, because it's the, it's the new way. Who was it that said uh, it was like back in the fifties and sixties where everybody was up on radio and then television came along, and uh, you know the cell phones, the new television. You right. know what I mean? The the social media that that type of that's where people choose to get their entertainment from. Yeah. Netflix, YouTube, that type of thing. That's where people are going to for their entertainment. And, and they're starting to separate themselves from the TV networks and that type of thing where you're more constricted and you're, you're held under the, you know, the wants and needs of the advertisers. I mean, it's, it's just a different world now. Right. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of people kind of blazing a trail for this type of content and this type of media. And, and like I just said with the, with Ranella, he's kind of almost like backwards engineering it, starting from the beginning. Like, because all right, so everything's gonna move to the to this digital space. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not going to cross over as this is outdoor television. Here's a kill. Yeah. It's going to be more. Maybe there's not a kill. Maybe I don't get it. Maybe you don't see it. But. Here's the end game. Here's the process. Here, here's the product. Yeah. Here, here's here's, here's what we get from it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and this and is I, the reward. And if that's what it was right from the beginning, man, we might that that might just be the our we'd world. We'd be in right a different now, place. You know. Yeah, we'd be in a different place. But you know what? I and I get it. I get it. I get the way. I get why it went the way it did. Sure. Because you know that's just how television works. It was taboo, and it was shock. And that's value. what people wanted. Right. And then it grew into something that kind of we lost control of. And um, I, the, the everyday hunter lost control of. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people out there who make a good buck on it. They make a good living on it. And you know what? More power to them. We're not here to judge nobody. We're, we're sure as hell going to give an opinion on it. Yep. You know what I mean? And we and just it. think that it kind of got out of got out of hand a little bit. And we're not alone in that. Like we said, there's a movement in that. Right. And a lot of people are starting to come around to that and starting to understand the dynamic that dynamic of the the process. You know, just being out there. Like I said, I went out hunting tonight and I was so happy to be in a tree and just to be outside. The cold didn't bother me. The fact that I didn't kill a deer didn't bother me. I saw a deer. Yeah, I saw a great buck tonight. I saw oh, a yeah. nice eight pointer. Yeah, you're telling me. Um, you know, I saw a bunch of doe walk right in front of the stand that I wanted to be in. <laughs> That's uh, and you know what? It still blows my mind. You know, I I really need to change my mindset on late season. I always was just of that mindset. All the deer are dead. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing left. Bucks don't have antlers. In the spring. Yeah. yeah, I'm just not gonna bother with this coldness. Yeah. I'm just gonna go to bed. Well, I just I like the challenge of the second season. Yeah, I mean it's the cold. You got it. Their patterns are different. You know yeah. what I mean. And I just love the challenge of it. And that's it. I mean, I feel like I had a great hunt, and I didn't bring anything home. I had a good time. I challenged myself against the elements, and I put myself up against an animal that is way smarter than me apparently <laughs> yeah and, and the one thing that I, I was actually thinking about today when you were telling me earlier that you were going to hunt tonight mm-hmm. i was thinking geez imagine if, if if i still had a tag i don't i don't know if i'd actually be hunting this hard mm-hmm. and then i got thinking well what if i didn't hunt in pennsylvania for the entire season and i just came back for late season mm-hmm. like what if i went out to ohio or new jersey or new york sure. or wherever and then came back and just hunted late season how much more challenging that would be 
Yeah, that, and, that, and that's what I love about it, is the challenge. Yeah. You know, yep. and I've never killed a deer in the late season. Step out, you got to step outside the comfort zone. And that's it. Eventually, I'm going to do it, and it's going to be a bittersweet moment. Because we, we did have the conversation um, when I was talking about not wanting to leave Pennsylvania during the rut. Because right. it always feels like you're like, oh, it's yep. right there. You, you, know? just, you don't want to not it, turn that it, next page. Yeah. It, it's like you're trying to touch something, and you got your fingertip, and you're just trying to grab the very end of it, and you've almost got it. And you know it. It could be 10 seconds, and then yep. it's over, and it's done. Absolutely. But, you know sometimes you got to let it go and step outside the comfort zone that's it i mean like i i I could have been upset you know i mean i'm sitting in the stand tonight and i watched that buck walk by about 80 yards obviously too far for an archery shot so i just kind of watched him walk by i got a little bit of footage on him and uh before my battery died from the cold and uh then i looked up and i was actually i had forgotten my safety harness so the stand that i wanted to go into just i couldn't do it you know what I mean? And it was too dangerous, and it's not a bad stand, but it's just too small of a platform, too small of a stand, period, for me to be up there without a safety harness. I got a wife and kids at home. I can't risk it. No So, uh, you know, I was no moving up to a box blind, and I stopped halfway at a different spot before I got to the box blind. And once the uh, evening rolled by, I sat there and watched all these deer walk right in front of that box blind I was heading for. And, and you know what? I could have been aggravated. You know that's how it goes. Well, that, and that's it. But I also know that in 10 seconds, as I'm watching those deer, a buck could walk right under my stand. And exactly. I, I know that. So yep. it it took the sting out of it, so yeah. to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Out of going, okay, woulda, coulda, shoulda. But you know what? I'm not there. Nothing I could do about it right now. So I'm just going to focus on my environment and take a, when, just keep an eye on my surroundings. Because you never know when that that you see the, the, the silhouette. It just appears out of they it's like they come up out of the ground man they i know it all too well from. and that's it and then you know your night changes yep you know so that's and that's what we try to kind of get across as far as the experience and, and what it means to be part of the outdoor lifestyle and 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 you know i think that's probably my biggest takeaway uh from from 2018 is to start to focus is to have everybody focus more on the the process and the experience Versus, you know, just what you put in the freezer. Right. And that's it. Yeah, man. <laughs> See that? And I'll follow that up with, and that's it. <laughs> hey, that, we'll take it. Yeah, that was well said, man. Hey, man, here's and the 2019, huh? Cheers. All right. And with that, we will catch you in a second. starting to become a bit of a trend yeah i kind of like that that should be the clap <laughs> there you go so we, we've been doing this clap thing like uh what do they use like high tech a, high tech stuff like a chalkboard yeah like some a, kind of like little clipper thing in the movies you know action, they go action and they yeah. clip it yeah. yep well we've just been clapping our hands to try to line up the uh the sound that's but, it the whole purpose of that is to be able to line the sound up with the video so when you see that little spike in the audio track you know where you got to line everything up it just makes it easier so there you go useful information tip of the day but i mean in my opinion i think the can crack i agree i think we've been wrong this whole time way wrong yeah dead wrong you're dead wrong on that one yeah my bad <laughs> <laughs> just trying to be progressive mark trying to be progressive <laughs> <laughs> anyway
it's that time. It is. We're it's the talk, second half of the podcast. We're going to talk you know about what that means. craft beer. If you don't like it, fast forward about 10 minutes, yep. I'd probably say. Maybe, Maybe more. 15. It depends. Yeah. <laughs> it depends how. You know, I've, I've had this one before. Um, I, I know right off the bat it was good. I liked it. Yeah. But it's been a while since I had it. Um, I picked it up at the Beer Express in Lennoxville again. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got, <laughs> just recently, they stepped up their craft game pretty hard. Yeah, yeah they've, they've actually had a pretty strong game as it sets. Yeah, I mean, it was already good. I already got a lot of craft beer from them as, you know, as you said, you know, yeah. just what they had there. But, you know, the more I've talked to them and, and we, we've, uh, you know, discussed some different options – just recently, it's gotten pretty large. They they added a, a hand, maybe. they they added a cooler. <laughs> so, and uh, I know in the That's next couple news, weeks, man. in the next couple weeks, they they have some more beer coming in that I'm super excited about. But for tonight, we have Captain Lawrence Brewing Company Tears of Green. I'm digging it, man. Green is my favorite color. Green's a good color. Green's a great color, man. Tears of Green IPA, dry hopped with. Yeah, go ahead. Hmm. <laughs> Motu- uh, Motuka? I'd go with Motuka. Motuka and Citra hops. Motuka. Now, Citra, Citra hops. Citra classic. hops are good, man. You know, I've, I'm starting to notice a trend in a lot of the beers that I'm really become a fan of. Yeah, Citra, citra hops are kind of consistent. That's like the common denominator, the Citra hops. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to start educating myself a little bit more on the types of hops and what their flavor profiles are so that I, I'm a little bit more clear when identifying, you know, what I'm, what I'm tasting. But, I mean, we have a responsibility after all. Of course. We're, you know, aficionados, <laughs> essentially. Um, so stuff. a couple of facts about citra hops that I, you know, randomly know. Oh, sweet. Um, so the original strain of citra hops cannot be obtained only one person has it there there's some kind of grower it gad? <laughs> it's, i don't know it, i don't know it can't be sounds like gad to me I don't you know. cannot get the original citra hop strain okay there's you know strains that have come from citra hops but the original citra hop there's only one place you get them from apparently that's what i've been and told who's that do you know or no I don't know, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I was waiting for that, the drop. That's what I've been told. I'm, See, I'm, this was not rehearsed. I was like, "Hey, man, let's talk about citrus." No. <laughs> On top of that, I also know that if you strictly use citra hops in yeah. the main boil, it tends to give like a skunky um, cat urine oh. flavor, like sour. That's why it's all ran on my citra hops, parade, this, man. but. The big thing to do now, the big trend, is dry hopped with citrus. Okay. So right. bringing it at the end of the boil. And, and anyone who's a true craft beer aficionado and brews beer, I might sound like an idiot, too. You know? Well, it sounds like you should have your own beer. That's well, what I'm thinking. you know, I'm, I'm, I'll get there at some point um, as soon as I have some time. This looks but, pretty interesting, though. Yeah. I it's, think uh, so we... The one thing that I've, you know, I've been doing, listening to the the old podcasts, um, it seemed like our favorite straight IPAs, just mm-hmm. right down the middle, regular IPAs, not not double IPAs. It came down to um, 
the hydroelectric from Walpole Pack. Oh, that was so good. And the Verde 2.0 from Oh, Anchorage. yeah, yeah. They were both good. They were both very good, mm-hmm. straightforward IPAs that were unique in their own, own way, but still considered just an IPA. Yeah, and they were they were they were a beer drinker's beer because it wasn't like anything fruity, it wasn't over the top. It was uh, like you know, and I and I've referenced this a few times. Like the first IPA I ever had was a Stone IPA, and right. that's like probably a great you know one of the better representations of an IPA. Wow, you did a good job on like that. dumping that into that glass Look and not having phone. a mess and wrecking your uh, your Mac. <laughs> My Mac's up <laughs> over here. That's Look at impressive, that. That man. foam looks yeah, like that ice was, cream. That was I, pretty I gotta, good. I got to grab some of that. Yeah. But, you know, um, yeah, you, know, you totally lost me. I lost my place. I was so Sorry. impressed with that uh, that foam pour. That was good, right? Yeah, that was pretty good. But, it, uh, it, it takes a few to get to that level, you know? Indeed. But uh, we were talking about the Verde and the hydroelectric. Yeah, yeah and that's the, it. The Stone IPA. Uh, Stone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like the, the Verde 2.0 uh, and, you know, the hydroelectric, I still have one or two handy in my fr- in my fridge. I have a, like, uh, I've converted an old 1968, I believe, is the year, the model year of this General Electric refrigerator I have oh, in my house. Oh, sweet. It's so cool. Yeah. It's like got the old big chrome handle that you got to like unlatch. It's so cool. The, it was in the house when I bought it. The first house that uh, Bridget and I put a... You know, an offering on had an old refrigerator, like super old. Yeah. I almost wanted the house just for the refrigerator. I know, right? And that's pretty cool. And it works better than the refrigerator I have that I've only had for like 15 years. They'll work forever. Oh, it's awesome. They're beasts. It works great. I mean, the freezer's a little aggressive, but. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's become kind of like our our, uh, community beer fridge. You know what I mean? I've got a bunch of beers in there. You know, since we've been messing with Tavor and and getting a lot of stuff from them and a lot of the local stuff. Yeah. Um, Another one that's going to be coming around. In fact, I might be wrong on it being the first beer that we drank on the podcast, but with Hop Slam. That's coming around again. Yeah. um, Probably the the first one. It was close, probably. It was well, one of the first yeah, couple. Well, it had to be close because it comes out in January every year. Yeah. And they, I, it's either the second or third week of January, and we're in the second week now. So mm-hmm. it's going to be soon. And yeah. I, that was one of the first ones we had, and that was <laughs> one of the first ones that I was really impressed with. And you know, A little what, heavy on the ABVs. But, you know what's, uh, what's funny is that that's kind of my gold standard. That's what I kind of compare everything yeah. to. Yeah, all right, all right, fair enough. But we'll, it, it'll be funny to see how that changed in I'm the past you, year. I've with got the, a little bit of experience under my belt now. So. Especially with, you know, the new, the, the hazy doubles, the, and that seems to be the, the trend. Milkshakes, and they've gotten you know. citrusy and, and the lactose. And yep. It's a different game now. I'm I'm eager to see how, how if I still feel the same about it. Yeah, I'll we'll get see. halfway through, and I'm sure I will. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, changes my mind. Indeed. But uh, no, let's this, try this. This Tears of Green. This is beautiful. Uh, I haven't had it yet, so it's a beautiful beer. It's it's hazy. I like the foam on it. I think it's that, got a good head on it there. I think this was the the transition into the hazy doubles because this is this wow. is a, they call this you know just an IPA, but it's hazy and it, yeah. it's you know I was it's I got would, a great smell. I would say not very, overpowering. I mean, usually you know like we talked about some of the beers you pour them and you smell them as soon as you open the can. Yeah, this is not and it's a very such, but. traditional beer color. Yeah, I would say it's got you a know. great, great fruity smell to it. And these, uh, these Man, glasses it is bubbling like mad. Yeah, those, these glasses we were talking about those before, but let, let's just yeah. try it. All right, all right, moment of silence. That's on. That's damn. That's awesome. That's not, man. That's pretty good. You know, I, I forgot how good this one was. 
That is smooth. That is real good. Cause, wow. Because we were drinking. We, uh, wait, 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 wait. Mm. Mm-hmm. I just had to make sure. Yeah, wow. Let me, wait a second. <laughs> Double yes. check, triple check. That's pretty damn good. Uh, yeah, Man. that's real good. We were drinking. Captain Lawrence, huh? Yeah. In the first half of the podcast, we mentioned it briefly. We were drinking New Holland, which is a, a great brewing company, Tangerine Space We've Machine. had a few of their stuff, haven't we? How, how uh, we did the Holland? Dragon's Milk, I yep, think. Yeah, the Dragon's Milk, yep. Uh, this one is real good. The Tangerine Space Machine, you know. Yep, that was, was really good, Juicy. Too. Different. Did, like, Malty. polar opposites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little more boozy, even though it had a lower alcohol content. Yeah, it was like 6.8. This is just next level compared to that one, I think. 100%. Man, it's and that good. one was I, good. This is this is way better, man. man I do not 7.5% remember five percent alcohol, which is you know a good clip. Seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half. I don't remember this being this good. Maybe these are just fresh. Maybe. It, I mean, is I mean it's, a, do they have dates on them? I don't know. That's some of them do. Some of them don't. A lot of them do. A lot of them have them on the bottom of the can. No. Uh, oh wait, on the side there maybe. Might have been worn off. It looks I like something know. was printed there. But I'll tell you what, man. Regardless, this is uh That's good. All right, clear something up for me. Y- your mom was an English teacher, mm-hmm. and you uh, obviously are a highly educated gentleman. I mean, I, so I went to school. So the word irregardless, how bad does that bother you, or does it at all? It doesn't, I think, just because at this point it's probably an accepted word, I would say. I bet if you typed it in... <laughs> Just because of how often it's used. So if you just use a word a, long enough, it just becomes a word? Ain't is a word. Oh, damn it. Yeah, ain't you're is right. in the dictionary. So uh, irregardless. Yeah. I, that drives me bananas, dude. Did I, did I say it? No, it? no, no, no. No, but people I know say it. So so if, if you type it in, it's in the dictionary, irregardless. Oh, and dang me. The, the definition is regardless. Crap. Doesn't make a <laughs> lick of sense. No, no. That one in, in supposedly. <laughs> so uh, I, I haven't heard. Kills me. I, there's, <laughs> I've got a lot of qualms with. Uh, the thing that drives me insane is people shortening words. Mm. Say the full word. It, it, okay. That's a pet peeve. That, that, exa- give me an example. I'm trying to think of what you would mean, but I know we're off topic on the beer review right now, but that's okay. Where this is this is important information. I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head, like just for example, this one doesn't bother me as much. But if if you like, let's say somebody says guac. Oh, okay, all right, all right. say I guacamole. Gotcha. Yep, guacamole. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, of another one. There's, uh, there was one. Um, I'm sorry, we were just talking about your mom's house podcast a little while ago. Yeah. Um, the uh, it's Tom Segura and. Christina P. His wife. Yeah, Piscuras. Yeah. I can never say her last name, but she uses Pet, one all Pet the time. 60. She says something all the time, like amaze. She says mm-hmm. amaze all the time. Okay, yeah. She probably right. says amaze balls. Amaze, amaze balls. I love how they like rename cities when they're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not gonna get into that. Yeah, right now. no, if if you're I'm curious, not gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna say any of the, the things that they say. If you're curious, I love them. Go over to YouTube, check out your mom's house podcast with Tom Segura and uh, that other chick. Delish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Delish. That's another one. Oh, that's Delish. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So This Uh, beer is pretty 
fab. I, I gotta say, this is. Uh, I mean, fabulous is already a questionable enough word. Fair and enough. Then, <laughs> and then you go and and say, oh, that's fab. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I'll, I'll pass on that. Yeah, that's I don't a hard. Know. Pass. Let's talk about beer. Yeah, uh, hurt. Enough about the, these My things bad. that are starting to make. I'm on fire scary. tonight, man. I'm just dragging this down. <laughs> Man, this, that uh, beer is I'll so you, smooth. Tears of Green, India Pale Ale, Captain Lawrence Brewing Company. Go get you some because this is legit. This is good. And uh, this is new at Beer Express. Beer Express Lennoxville. Yeah, buddy. Where I picked this up today, Friday, January 11th. Yep. Yeah, their, uh, their craft brew game is strong. It, I mean, I can't think of anything in the immediate area that has a better selection right now maybe like exit 190 is strictly craft beer yeah but still they're super limited when Mm -hmm. it comes to kind of like cutting edge or newer stuff like the the like the fresh cans yeah like all this canned beer it's best if you drink it fresh it's just the the taste changes and it's you know some beers are made for that like uh wow that beer is going crazy over there i know right but uh you know one of the newer trends that i'm really digging is they're not going bananas on the labeling and the in the can design. It's like a label that is obviously just kind of like with a machine, of course, but it's a silver can with a label slapped on. Yep. I'm seeing a lot of cans like that and a lot of breweries go in that direction, and I think that's kind of cool. I'm cost digging efficiency. it. It's cost efficient, yeah. sure. And my, a lot of people might go, ah, oh, it's cutting corners. I don't know, man. I'm kind of digging it. Mm-hmm. I, I like the simplicity of it. Um, this is a cool can, black can with like the yeah that hot green striping, like the hops are yeah, and that's it's kind of like a, is it like holographic kind of? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's it's got like a high vis green color with a black backdrop. It's just simple and cool. There's like three colors: black, green, white. There's a another beer out by Captain Lawrence right now called, I think it's called Powdered Dreams. Okay. That beer is fantastic. It is so good. Where are these guys out of? Where is Captain Lawrence from? Any idea? Honestly, I don't. I do not know. But um, you think they'd put that on the can? I would think so. Rep, rep, where you're from? Seriously, what the heck, people? Did, did I just shorten the word represent? You did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I Damn hate it, myself. Mark. I told you this is that period after the holidays of self-loathing, I'm and telling I you. hate myself. Um, oh. Captain Lawrence Brewing Company, Elmsford, New uh, there York. There it is. Jesus, I was looking right at it like Pretty a minute close. ago. But I was re- I was so hyper focused on the government warning, telling me how bad I am. Our neighbors to the north. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How about that, Elmsford? I wonder how far that is. I'll tell you what, man. I think we need to start taking some trips to some breweries. Mm-hmm. Get this show on the road. So, I, I do want to talk about this beer for a couple more minutes because it's worth it. I feel like it's just trying it. to. Flavor profile. This beer is interesting enough. Um, it's it's not like fruit forward at all. There's no fruit. It's it's not fruit. No. If I had the name of fruit, I would have to call out pineapple or or mango. But it's okay. a very mild representation of that. It's it's man. So this is also kind of going back that I think I I like I like the pineapple call. Yeah. I could kind of see that. I, I don't know why. I've never eaten a guava or guava <laughs> fruit or whatever it is, but I feel like that might be what well, this tastes like. Hey, man. But also the, the flavor that evens this out, it's 
the that piney flavor. Yeah, it definitely. Yeah, has I like the, the pine. pine. The pine. The pine represent. Yeah, and the that pine was reference. Uh, so, with this beer being an IPA, this was before probably the the big double IPA trend. Right. The big thing then with as IPAs progressed was that piney flavor. So that's probably yeah, and, and that kind of seems to be a, another common denominator in some of the beers that we're fans of. This beer is that, excellent. That piney, that piney flavor. That yeah, man, it's got like a good finish too. Like that, the aftertaste isn't real boozy or anything. No, it's, it's like smooth, man. Actually, the end of it is the aftertaste is a little bit sweet. Yeah, yeah, which is probably why I've. Drink half of mine. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, you're a little ahead of me, but you know, I'm I'm doing. I'm trying to talk about the bear. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just over here slugging it down. Hey, this is good, man. I I don't remember this being this good because I I've had this before, and I remember just feeling, yeah, this is good. Yeah. Let's well, see. I don't yeah, remember. But were you focusing on it? Were you talking about it? Were you reviewing the beer at the time? Of course. You were. Of course, I was. I'm always doing it. Every time right. I, I, I bring See, a new beer I was trying to set you up, man, but... <laughs> no. I mean, I, I definitely sat there and by myself with not, with no, you know, distractions and, and drank it and All thought right. about it. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm that weird. It. What's that? I'm that weird about No, no, no. Not at all. Beer. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. I'm really digging this. It's got some kind of weird kind of action happening inside the glass, too. Well, I, I'm telling you, that's... Is what, it the glass? Like, what was the name of this glass? Did oh man, I forget. We were, we were so these are the uh, the glasses all that. Cheers? Is it allcheers.com all or something? I I don't know. Uh, these are the glasses that the guys from J and J Smokehouse sent us, and I have been drinking out of these. They're pretty primarily. cool. I know. I was I was looking at a few of them on uh, on Amazon around the Christmas holiday season. I was ordering a couple of gifts. And uh, I was like, mm. so they're still in my they're still in my shopping cart on Amazon. Oh, okay, uh, it's not allcheers.com. No, no, I can't remember. You know, the problem is we're gonna have to drink all this beer to find out what it is. Yeah, because the, the the logo the, the is logo. on the bottom of the glass, <laughs> and uh, that could create a bit of an issue on its own. Oh man, no, no, no nothing. Nothing cheers, I'm googling right? is Isn't getting it? me anywhere near what I'm looking oh. for. So, Careful what you Google. You might get yourself yeah, into yeah, some I, trouble I, with that I, I ASMR. Just, I just X'd out three three tabs. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I gotta say, man, this is probably one of my favorites in a while. Uh, this it is, is just, good, man. Yeah, we've had a couple of good ones tonight, but this is uh, legit the best one we've had so far. Yeah. Kudos, kudos. Yeah. Tears of green, huh? Um, way to way to go, Captain Lawrence. Yeah, and. Uh, probably gonna shoot myself in the foot here but um you get it at uh you know beer express lanksville yeah yeah go get I, it hey sell them out we did this last time and yep. then i didn't get any more hydroelectric after i that. know right i went down there you know after i released that video uh we were having some people over and i ran down there there were six four packs when i the day before yeah put the video out Next day, gone. I got none of them. I know. A friend of mine messaged me. She's like, hey, I swung by to grab that, and it's gone. So um, I ended up having to send a friend of mine up until uh, a, a, uh, a distributor in, gosh, I want to say it was like Holly or something like oh, that. Oh, Hamlin, Hamlin Brewery. Yeah, probably. somewhere up there. Or Hamlin Brewery. And, Hamlin Distributor. Yeah, yeah. and buy a that, case that, of it. They actually, they, that's a good uh, 
a good selection there. Yeah, they're yeah, into so it. We ended you up can actually a case get, of it and split it. You get brewing supplies, all kinds of stuff. Oh, there. no kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I'm a, too that's lazy cool for that. Place. I got too much on my plate, brother. <laughs> I mean, I I want to, I want to really bad, but uh, you know, the problem with reviewing a beer that you brew is no one can get it. That's true. Yeah, fun to do and all, but you know, it's kind of like that old. Uh, Psych, want to lick him my ice cream? What was it? Who was it that did the want to lick? Psych, uh, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy Raw. It's like 1980s comedy. I'm sure oh. my age, but he talks about the ice cream. You want to lick, and he goes psych, and he pulls it away. Oh, the ice cream yeah, man. Some, yeah, yeah. Ice cream man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're talking about the beer that's so awesome. So check this out. I'm, yeah. I'm, I just brought up Beer Advocate, and I've got, uh, I brought up Tears of Green, and. The first review that I started reading, smell is guava. <laughs> guava, pineapple, guava, pineapple, tangerine, oh, grapefruit rind, and a hint of blueberry. What? I don't You're get a friggin' that. psychic, man. I don't. What is guava? I've never had guava, but it tastes like guava. Taste. <laughs> so how how ridiculous is it that I've never actually had guava I don't. I, if you put a guava in front of me, I don't even know if I'd be able to identify a guava. Listen, if I showed you the color orange and said this is what orange tastes like, would you get it? What? <laughs> if you, if you if showed me the color orange, orange and said, "What does orange taste like?" Would you oh, envision that? Well, I mean, yes, because I've had an orange. Well, you've had an orange. Yes, that's not fair. All right. Well, <laughs> so, I'm, I'm striking out. I'm just dragging us down tonight, man. <laughs> But the guava thing, I've, that's, I've, that's learned, I've learned to I'm, figure I'm, out I'm what impressed. guava tastes like okay. without ever having a guava because of craft beer. There's, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm stunned. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I'm a weird guy. There's no information like no information, I guess. <laughs> Look at, listen, listen to this, this description. Mouthfeel is a big medium. What does that mean? Wow, I almost choked on that sip. <laughs> Mouthfeel is a big medium. Well, okay. So I don't know what's worse, that or creamy mouthfeel. I'd rather creamy mouth. Yeah, I guess. I don't want a, <laughs> a an oxymoron in my mouth. A big medium. <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. Now I'm getting the oxymoron. You I was get, going a whole different direction with that a minute ago. <laughs> a big <All> right. medium. <laughs> Never That's, mind. Let's just move on. <laughs> what size shirt are you? I'm a schmedium. I'm a schmedium. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. I like that. That's one of my favorite references, the Schmedium. The Schmedium, yeah. I'm a big medium. Right now, actually, I am on the, the bigger size of a medium. Yeah. Like, I'm a medium. Wouldn't that the opposite of a big medium as a Schmedium? Because that's a small medium, yes? Yeah. Mm. I'm usually a medium. Right now, I'm probably a big medium. <laughs> what the hell would be the Honestly, though, I, I did. I got a, a large flannel for Christmas. Somebody gave yeah. me a, a flannel, and it's yeah. a large. It's too baggy. Somebody gave me right. a medium flannel for Christmas. It's too small. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're a... I don't even know what to go with that. I'm a, I have these goofy long arms that are yeah. way too long for my if short If I put a torso. medium T-shirt on, I'd look like Chris Farley in a little coat. <laughs> a little coat. Yeah. Not, that wouldn't be pretty. Well, it's funny. It would be funny. You got It'd that going for you. Yeah. Yeah, if you're into, like, man naples. Nice. I mean, you know. But, uh... So, All right, so that might have been one of the longest and most convoluted ridiculous. beer reviews we've ever done. <laughs> but just go, go buy the beer because I yeah, honestly, man, this is one of the tops. Yeah, for sure, top five at least, possibly top three. 
Yeah. I mean, it, it is just so smooth. I can't stop drinking it. Wow. It, it's, it's that, that could be dangerous. That could be a dangerous beer. Um, what we wanted, like our, our aim for the second half of the podcast was, I, you know, we, we lamented on the, the first half. A little bit, yeah. And, uh, you know, talked about the first, I guess we'll call it season. Mm-hmm. Or year, excuse me. And uh, in the second half, I think we just kind of want to lay out our, our plan. You know, <laughs> just from the past five minutes, you're probably completely sick of us. Yeah. <laughs> so the it's one thing possible. we're going to do is, you know, it, it's it's kind of weird because it was our plan. We said we would try to lay a foundation where Jay and I could – produce a podcast with just the two of us and make it survive and grow. Yeah. And, and we did that. I, I would agree. I think we did a pretty good job of that so far. I mean, you know, you can all, we, you and I are both kind of, I wouldn't say perfectionists, but we're our own biggest critics. We're particular. Yeah, very much sure. so. And, you know, to be able to kind of let our guard down a little bit and open up for something like this, I think was uh, a big step for both of us. So um, yeah. I think we did a pretty good job of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll I'll pat ourselves on the back, but um, so now that we know that we can support it on just our own, we are probably going to branch out a little bit, mm-hmm. and in the next year, we are going to start bringing on some guests. And, and yeah, yeah, not just your regular typical like. You know, this guy's you know specializes in tree stand location, and mm-hmm. this guy specializes in blah blah. Interesting, very like unique, I, I would say. So, type of guests. So right off the bat, the first thing we said when when we started the podcast is we can't have another podcast that's all just whitetail strategy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's we've harped on it a thousand times. It's it's outdoor lifestyle. Yeah. And it's things that interest us. So we're, we've lined up some pretty interesting guests, you know, a lot of uh, food-centered. Yeah. We've got some chefs lined up that we're going to talk to. Yep. Um, we have some experts in certain hunting fields. Yes, very um, much so. We've got... <laughs> we've got doctors yep. lined up. We've got some I, physicians coming in uh, to talk with us a little bit. And uh, we've, we've got some big personalities coming on board with us shortly. Yep. Um, some great stories, no doubt. Some bi- some, some like small business owners. Yeah. I, and I think it, it's it's funny now that we, we just generalized it like that without mm-hmm. giving out any names. But it just kind of, again, just right in our wheelhouse of all the things that we're involved in and everything we do. That's it. We've got, um, we've got some, uh, what's the way to put it? Some beer centered. A little guests. bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to put that. I mean, beer centered. Yeah. I mean, what the hell? Why not? I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, my man can pick out mango, whatever. <laughs> guava, Jay. It's guava. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I meant. Guava, mango. They're the same damn thing. If you've ever had mango, you know what guava tastes like. No, are, are you sure? completely false. Yeah, that is false because <laughs> I've been in the Philippines and I told you I've eaten some weird yeah. things. But the, yeah. the number one export of the Philippines is mango. Yeah. And I've had fresh Philippine mango. Lots of mango, but no yeah. guava. Do they it, make guava in 
uh, the Philippines? I have no idea, Jay. I never had guava. I told you this. <laughs> I don't even know what it looks like. Oh, but uh, I'll be honest with you. I've had guava, and I have no idea what the hell it looks you like. Have it? Uh, all right. You know what? I got to see what a guava looks like. Guava fruit. All right. Well, uh, Mike's, Mark's uh, looking up uh, guavas. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to kind of change the pace a little bit because, again, God bless you all for listening to us for uh, an entire year and talking about what we've talked about. Um, <laughs> but now it's time to kind of branch out a little bit, like Mark said, and we're going to bring some guests on. We might kind of step out, venture out of our little studio here a little bit and see how that plays out. And Mark's got a very perplexed look on his face here. So, What, what do you think a guava looks like? Like a fruit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They look I, like I'm limes. I'm pretty sure I'm right. What's that? They look like limes. Okay. And when you cut them in half, they look like watermelons. <laughs> so that's what a guava looks like. Well, there you go. That's why this beer tastes so awesome. Holy cow, you got a multitasking crazy. fruit in the center of this beer. What is a guava? I got it. Now I, I need to go get a guava and try it. You're going to have to. Wegmans, man, that's, a, that's the jam. Yeah. You have to get into Wegmans and get after that guava. So anyway, um, like Jay was saying, we're going to expand our minds. We're going we're gonna to step outside. We're going to bring some new content. But on the same accord, we are going to stick to our bread and butter. The original, For sure. The original sure. reason why we got into social media content and producing it. Mm-hmm. We're both kind of into the whole filmography. Yes, of the yes. of the uh, the whole deal. And I think that's going to be a big part of what's coming down the pipeline, and I'm excited about it. You know, I mean, like I've got some stuff that I've kind of keep been keeping on the back burner. Mark's got some stuff coming on the pipeline, and the fact that we're going to be able to bring in some people who have a a, a different spin on what we do is going to be huge, and I think it's going to be very beneficial to everybody who has stuck with us this far. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very rewarding uh, to those who have become a bit of a fan because it's going to be, you know, we don't want to just do the same old, same old. You know, yeah. that's we started this. We didn't want to do the same old, same old. That's why we just kind of stuck with just Mark and I having conversations. Now we're kind of going to stick with that whole mantra, but we want to bring in some other people who uh, might have a different spin on similar topics. I don't know if that's the right, right way yeah. to put that. Yeah. And, um, you know, just... I feel like the description that we just gave was so, what was a good word? Vague. Uh, vague. <laughs> eclectic. There you go. All over the there place. You go. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, it it is very indicative of our personalities and lifestyles. Like, we, we like a lot of different things. Yeah. And we're bringing in experts in each kind of aspect of the things that we really enjoy. And uh, it's it's going to get interesting. For sure, for sure. I mean, and of course, we're going to stick to the old conversations. I mean, you know, it's not going to be every episode that we're going to have somebody on. We're going to have, a, you know, a couple episodes where you're it's just this, him and I sitting around talking about experiences that we've had and what we're looking forward to and, you know, reviewing a few beers. Yeah. But, you know, we want to change it up a little bit because, again, we understand that it, you got to stay fresh. Right. You know what I mean? You got to change it up just a little bit. We don't want to be the, again, same old, same old. We got to break that mold a little bit. And the, and the thing about um, the guest episodes mm-hmm. will be that they're probably going to be accompanied by quite a bit of film, quite a bit yeah. of film content and social media content because the guests that we've picked 
they have require such. Yeah, uh, that's the best way to put it. I mean, sure, you'll be able to listen to the podcast, but you know, if we're gonna be looking at film with them, Mm. and uh, it's not like we're gonna be on site with them. Yeah, it's not like it's a bunch of prima donnas going. You need to put my face on. No, it's not that. It's just that these people, it, it they would be better served to have a lot of video content accompany the podcast that right. they happen to uh, participate in. Yeah. Should we should we name drop some of them? I don't know, man. That's I, on I mean, you, man. We're, if you we're want being to. we're being so vague, and I feel we like really people are. are, are we are. We are. But you know, and and that's kind of the mystique. You know what I mean? Because we can announce like, hey, we got this podcast coming up, and that's this true. Is who it's going to be? Or we could say you can drop little hints here and there, and say who do you think it's going to be? You know what I mean? But hey, that's up to you, man. You want to drop one or two? Go for it. But. <clears throat> I, I like, like surprises. Yeah, I, I do. I like. I do like that. You convinced me just yeah, now. Yeah, I tell you, you got me guava. <laughs> uh, on top of that, so okay, so we. Do you we, ever have guava and cacao at the same time? That's that's a. That's probably a mind blowing concoction. I'm just saying. I'm telling you, we're on our way to a beer. <laughs> we've got the name. We've got the ingredients. It's guava and cacao for the uh, excellent adventure beer. I've got the the shady character with the, with the citra hops. I'm not going to give his name out. Yeah, right. Uh, anyway, on top of the uh, the guests, we said we we do have some film coming. Yes, and uh, I'm probably the most excited about that. Yeah, that's going to be really cool. Uh, you know, because it, and it's not something that we really planned. It's just something that kind of fell in. Yeah. I mean, it fell into our laps. I mean. Uh, something that uh, Mark had been working on and I had been working on separately that just are so so damn similar that yeah. you can't avoid it. Rem- remember the the mysterious episode eight? Yeah. There's yeah, your yeah. There is no episode eight, is there? No, go back and Google it, why don't you? Well, or SoundCloud it or iTunes it. But uh, yeah, it's missing. Yep. So that's going to be rearing its beautiful head shortly. That's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. So that's out there. That's coming at you. Um, and there's going to be some really cool film projects coming your way. A um, couple cool surprises. So, you know, we, we can't tell you guys enough how much we appreciate you tagging along yeah. and kicking in your feedback and that kind of thing. Because this is just, it's fun for us, no question, but there is an end game at stake and yeah. you know we really want to see this go somewhere and the fact that we have been seeing the response that we've seen man i can't tell you enough how much we get excited about seeing that yeah uh, it really kind of underlines everything that you know we've tried to do since we started this whole thing here you know yeah and i and i mean the the growth i i, I honestly did not realize that until yeah, we started that's... talking about it and <laughs> you you could if you probably go back and, and listen, as we were in that segment in the first half, you could hear me clicking away, and I was going to the Insight uh, page on the mm-hmm. Facebook. And that is legitimately when I realized we were talking about the, the video. Yeah. And I went back to uh, January 1, 2018, mm-hmm. and then today's date, and we have legitimately doubled our following. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty amazing. That That is amazing. That And, I mean, that just fuels a fire, and it's going, going to bring more content, more And that's, content, and that's because you guys content. checking us out and, and all the, the people who have shared it, who have commented, who have 
had any role whatsoever in you know just your input it's really fueled us and 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 given us you know uh, a, a lot of faith in what we're doing yeah because again it's all jokes and fun you know we'd like to have fun with this and it can be silly and whatnot but you know there's this there's this definitely a serious undertone to this I mean, we really take this seriously and we uh, strive to bring a specific message to everybody and that was the whole reason why we did this is because we had something to say yeah. and what better platform to do it than something like this where you know people choose to listen you don't have to click on this icon you don't have to click on that title bar you don't have to click on that social media channel i mean you choose to yeah and we truly appreciate that yeah yeah we 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 can't say that enough i mean i i it's hard for me to uh, verbalize the like where my mind was when i first created mm-hmm. the sons of the hunt facebook to where i am right now yeah with it and it's just we're only it, one year in <laughs> to this chapter yeah and mm-hmm. it, it's just and this I, is I, just the podcast side of it yeah. i mean you have a whole nother realm of sons of it's the all hunt. it's all kind of the same thing at this point which is just meshing together into this mm-hmm. what it should be i guess yeah you know? well, yeah yeah i mean the the two thing if you guys haven't seen the the two segments um that's really cool uh, i had a lot of people who did not think that they would be able to sit there and watch a 40 or 50 minute video on a podcast yeah. and or just, just <laughs> especially after we turn away we mixed our ugly mugs into it just i know right just a little other. bit but you know hey speak for I, yourself man i'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty I boy put, <laughs> i put that uh I, I finally put the playlist together on youtube so if you go on our youtube and um, the first thing you should do is subscribe to it, and then go Click on the bell, to the, get the you know because that's one thing I do is because whenever Mark puts something up, I get a little ding, and it lets me know when you click on that bell, it lets you know when something else is going up. And it's not like we're just throwing up random stuff just to throw it up there. So you're not going to get a, a a notification every two or three days that there's some kind of random video up there. It's just it's whenever it's something that's important that goes up there, then you'll get a notification. It's, yeah, it's not that kind of channel right. where you're just I'm, I'm putting a video up to put a video up and, right. and keep people engaged. It's I'll put a video up when it's a film and right. it's done and it's worthy of exactly. people seeing it. Exactly. So clicking that bell is not going to cause you any kind of harm. Just click it. Click it. Click the bell. Come click on. Click the bell. You could ring my bell. I give Jay a little ding. <laughs> I was about to sing that song, but I'm not going to do it. We're not going to do it. No. I'm um, not gonna do it. Yeah, when and you know you're gonna see Jay's film this year. You're gonna see my film this year. We're gonna get it all tied in. It's it's gonna be good. I, I'm pumped. Yeah, it's it's a very exciting time. And so to come out, you know, and, and, if, and if you go on SoundCloud, uh, one of the coolest things is the very first episode that we've ever done was probably one of the, it is by far the most popular episode on SoundCloud. Yeah. I don't know. See, iTunes is weird. It's hard to measure it. Yeah. But SoundCloud is a little bit easier to do so. As, as far as that goes, I am going to get the podcast on Spotify this year. I, a lot of people have asked me for that. So yeah, that's I'm, a good I'm, idea. I'm going to deliver on that. I'll get it there. That's a I good might platform. get it on Stitcher because mm-hmm. I know people listen to it on their, their desktops at work. Sure. Um, on top of that, oh, uh, I do have some merch coming. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I, I, I almost forgot. Crap, man. That was never. Uh, 
a priority of mine at all. Right. Until I got absolutely hounded this year for uh, just a T-shirt. Somebody was asking yeah. me, can you please get a T-shirt? Decals. I, I've only ever printed 150 decals. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll get more of those. I remember at your wedding, some dude was running around slapping them on everybody's windows. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually Derek Benson. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that was good. Uh, I gave him the stack of them, and that's probably illegal, but <laughs> there's, there's a lot <laughs> hey, of cars listen, driving around nobody's, wondering. Nobody's counting. Boy, if anyone scraped those off, like, you know, screw you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Unless anyway. they're in the middle of your windshield, then I could get it. Yeah. yeah I get it. Yeah. But still, you know, yeah. take one for the team. Come on. So let's, let's get it together, people. Decals, uh, hats. Shirts, well, we'll see how far we get. Yeah, you know? um, but it's definitely something out there, so you can, uh, you know, if you're interested and you want to rep it, man, it'd be cool. Yeah, it'll just help us kind of further the cause. I mean, listen, we're not getting rich off this stuff, no, but it'll help us, you know, kind of improve the quality of the podcast and, and take it to another level. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we we both have careers. Mm-hmm. We don't need to do this. I got the job. I don't need your money. That's. <laughs> That's it. And on top of that, he's very sassy. Indeed. Sass so, is my middle name. So. Sassafras. Jay Sassafras Rodney. All right. So I, I think that that pretty much, uh, I don't think I have anything written down in my my notebook here. No, wait, I wait, mean. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, no, it's nothing. Okay, you're it's good. It's nothing. It's just a giant empty notebook. All right, sweet. Well, it is the beginning of 2019, so there's time. Time That's that. true. And this is a planner, so it makes sense that it's empty. See that? Yeah. All right. So we're going to end this. Indeed. Hey, listen, it's been an hour and 20 minutes. This is about average for what we rock yeah. on the it, Sons of the Hunt podcast. Yes, yeah, so. it was fun. The, the, I, the first half, I think, was really good. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. We, yeah. It, it's been a while. You know, we took a couple of weeks off for the holiday and, and whatnot and caught up and it was it was it was a fun time. It was definitely fun to record it. Indeed, so. yeah. Hopefully, you guys get as much enjoyment out of listening to it as we did making it. Yeah, uh, hopefully, because... I listen to it tomorrow and realize that it's it's yeah. all right. We might have to redo this. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Start Captain over next Lawrence. weekend. <laughs> all right, damn you. We're finishing this. We will see you on the next podcast. Maybe there'll be a guest. Maybe there won't. Maybe, maybe not. Peace <laughs> out, people. Leave y'all. Yeah. Love y'all.